Hello, everyone. Hi, Craig. Anyway. <laughs> um, you don't have to say hi to him. That's just going to upset It's okay. Well, anyway, good morning or good afternoon or whatever time of the day is to everyone. Uh, my name is Tony. I will be DMing this session. Uh, last week, what happened was uh, uh, a Winter's Day special where basically everyone uh, was gifted uh, Winter's Day by um, Lee, correct? And yeah. uh, played various games. But Lee also had, before the festivities, introduced uh, a, a movement of the circle of everything to the main hall and essentially helped try and quell some people's questions and whatnot and ultimately tried to bring the group get together a little bit more after facing the terrors of space. Anyway, so we are now ending, uh, well, we are now going to back to Flux, and it has been a week or two. Everyone's fully rested and whatnot. We've had and time? We've oh. had time. That's another gift of the Winter's Day. The gift. gift of the Winter's Day. <laughs> the gift of the Winter's Day. Like, you guys actually get to relax. And we get start at four. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, pretty much you guys are uh, wherever it's like, say, midday of flux time. Um, where would you guys be finding yourselves? I'd probably, uh, Greg would probably be studying in the library. Should we do roll call? Oh, yeah, we oh, need yeah, to yeah, roll yeah. call first. Shoot. <laughs> so. Oh, wait, we moved. Is that, wait, crap. Did I just make myself first now? Yeah, you're first. Oh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> Hold on. Who's this? Let me get into character. speaking right now. Let me get into my character. Oh, oh yeah, that does rotate us around, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. So, oh, well. uh, Discord changes and, anyways. Uh, my name's Charlie. I play Bardus, the Cuddlemaster Goliath Barbarian Bardus. Oh, uh, I was trying to think of all your names. I thought you repeated them. <laughs> um, my name's Eric, and I play Greg, the Time Wizard. I'm Jackie. I play Silva, a gnome ranger with her beast companion white tiger, Snowflake. I'm Steve, and I play Theus, the inquisitive half-elf rogue who will undo all your locks, ladies. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a joke that we had before the podcast. Immediately changed. Like, oh, God. There's going to be laws broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see your chastity belt wants to skip foreplay. It is the key to the, what is the, the greatest <laughs> treasure of all the land. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't work. So that's that. Never mind. <laughs> Locksmith. Uh... Locksmith. Why didn't you volunteer for I'm that job in New I play the Elf Cleric Anorin. And that's it. No locksmith. <laughs> Elf Cleric Anorin. Not a locksmith at all. No, I'm good. Now, if there's I mean, a fireball behind that lock, he's a game. Well, I mean, Greg would be a good locksmith because he has knock. That's true. They just mm. did, And when he knocks, you hear it from 300 yards away. Okay. Alright, so uh uh Greg is currently in the library. 
Well, uh, it has uh, Theus gone around looking for locks to pick? Or uh, has they... Flux been picked, locked, cleaned? What? <laughs> uh, Theus is probably in the castle going through all the loot that he's gained <laughs> through the adventures. So all like the gems and stuff. All right. It's a gem. Uh, and the anol? He's in church. The church? He's in church. Pray. Okay. He's casting light on everything he can. Silva. Silva expecting everybody else to be there would probably be in the the library bar. The library okay. But probably just doodling in her Silva book. Well, Bardis is there, Silva, if you'd like to interact oh. with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. wait I oh, I assume Greg. <laughs> sorry. I guess I assume that Greg brings books out wait. to the tavern. Since the book <laughs> is it's it's like, this is perfect. Everyone's separate. I can I can drink. <laughs> I can. Is he no, a no. drinker? No, no. Think of it this way. Silva is, Silva is drawing Bardis like one of her French girls. <laughs> yes. I, I imagine that Greg was not a drinker. And mm-hmm. then when he came here and he thought adventurers need to be drinkers. Oh. So he's just been sipping like wine. Like it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the necklace, by the way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to throw it off of flux when I'm 110. <laughs> wow. So. Uh, pretty much those at the bar. Um, do we get to know where Puck is? Uh, Puck is probably, yeah, he's probably actually with um, Theus helping him count the loot and whatnot. <laughs> Maybe finding good spots to put, like you know, he's been finding spots to put stuff. Um, uh, actually, uh, Theus he also shows you like his little favorite trick. Like he'll find a hole in the wall of the castle. And then what he could do is just mend a brick to reseal it so we can mm-hmm. have stuff hidden in the walls. Oh, I have the ability to do that. Good idea. Oh. <laughs> so you don't oh, need Puck. Is, oh. Oh. Puck's need like, I can mend the brick. And Thais is like, but I could do that. And he's like, oh. <laughs> is it that, that needle? Yeah, it is that needle. I'm going to mm-hmm. go find more locks. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. I'm sorry. <sighs> Go no, to the bar. Fuck, I need you. Fuck. Fuck immediately feels useless and goes back to goes to no. the bar. He'll run to you guys lately. <laughs> Cannon works. <laughs> All right. Um, but yes, uh, would you guys care to do something uh, in the bar? Uh, um, last session. Um, uh, they had discussed essentially once you had finished your uh, exploits, pretty much whatever you'd like could occur. I don't know. Um, what? Well, Anorin will finish praying and he'll, he'll head to the tavern bar, uh, the tavern uh, library to get something to eat. I think it was uh, last session. It was uh, whatever, Whatever you would like, we could try and provide or something like that last session. Anyway, this shows how well I'm prepared. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, just opening up in case you guys wish to interact. But aside from that, uh, Puck will make his way to the bar. 
I don't think there's anything I wanted to do. What kind of books is uh, Greg bringing into? Probably, I guess. Well, I don't know what I have skill in. Probably learning history. Yeah. Um, I have a pretty good history role. So yeah, I probably try to find history that's been locked in the Flux library and stuff like that. Trying to find spells, but I don't really need that right now, personally. So. That's just gonna be my excuse when I decide to swap spells out. It's like, well, he he reads a lot, and there's a lot of stuff in Flux, so <laughs> yeah. he can find spells. Deus will finish hiding his gems before he then starts to go after Puck. Is that a euphemism? No, he's hiding literal gems. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mug of Ale. and <laughs> not reading books. <laughs> Barnes is like, I only got one thing to do: finish this ale. But after that's done, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a good week or two. Hey, man. I'm uh, Okay, fine. Then I'll just uh, look around at my two trophies that I won during uh, Harvest Summer. Uh, <laughs> my eyes are probably rotted. <laughs> looking at my <laughs> trophies. At the, smiling. <laughs> but you, don't have you know the... you could eat those, right? I'm not sure if I'd still trust them. Eh, you know, it's I'm mom always called them penicillin pies. <laughs> oh, God. So the question is, is there a space in the back of ours's mind where he's like, but I don't have the third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Maybe he should imagine that pie is a bear and he would have taken it down. Well well during the fight I'm not trying to eat the bear. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Maybe that's why you lost. <laughs> <laughs> bite him bite his ear off mm. anyways I'll pull out a map and start reviewing things uh, maybe I'll I'll start attempting to remember how to do cartography again <laughs> it's been a while yeah alright well alright so we'll say that some time is going by Pretty much, you're getting whatever ale you like. And then, across all of Flux, uh, individually, this time, actually portals of swirling red light and the blackness in them open up. Almost like there's one, not like right underneath you, it's not sucking you through anymore, but there's one next to you, Bardis. It's about the size of a uh, sewer cap um, for uh, Bardis's, uh, he would think a, a, a barrel, a top of a 55-gallon barrel of beer, like that size. <laughs> All right. So we got a whole size of a sewer cap. Um, and uh, there's also one by Silva, one by Puck. Uh, one not next to Anorin, but actually in front of the church. And there's just one next to each of you guys. They're all different sizes, and they're opening at different times. Uh, only ones that would really notice that, though, is uh, uh, the four at the bar. <laughs> so, draw, 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 draw. What is that? And awkwardly stare at it for a second or two. And as you stare at it, it's just just like a black hole in the ground with a wreath of 
red crackling light around it. You have seen this light before, though. Wait, I've seen this before? You have seen this type of light before. Um, if you want, you could try and roll an int, and then I could remind. Anorin, full of virtue and purpose, draws a sword, takes out his holy symbol, and heads towards the portal. All right, make sure you noticed it, real right? Yeah, you didn't yeah. just walk out the door and fall into a hole. No, no, he noticed. He noticed the swirling okay. light, light and magic room, and he's gonna like go in there head first to be like, "All right, this is our purpose. Let's do this thing," okay. like a boss, as it were. So, so uh, going with you then? Are you just staring? Or are you just going right in? I'm gonna go in. Wait, this is just in the tavern. Uh, no, pretty much there is a portal nearly adjacent to each of you. Oh. Rather than one giant one in the town center, there's a whole bunch of small ones. I guess Craig is kind of looking. Um, anybody else see this? I rolled a six for intelligence. <laughs> Seems that. Right. So, um... Silva, do you have uh, int check on you or no? Um, a spare change? Spare spare change? Spare change. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, I'd like someone to recognize what this is. And then, uh, Thais, you could roll as well. Uh, 15. 15? Damn it, why did I roll high? The only uh... people with int. <laughs> or, I have int, but... you. You know, this is just a. Is this actually your? Fr no, this is not. Do have you seen portals yet? Actually, uh. Uh, let's see here. Just the one portal from New Hope in the deck, don't you? That was a teleportation circle. There's a circle. What? No, why? Well, uh, what bounce transition was that portal? Uh, that was more like you guys got pulled. Okay, so this is your first portal that you've seen. I'm about to say, technically, yeah, because yeah, cause everything else has either been in flux or... Yeah. So, um, if you'd like, uh, you can roll uh, an Arcana or... What? Uh, oh, check on this. <laughs> I will roll Arcana. <laughs> also, Tony, that was a 17. 16. I rolled 16. a natural 7. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, in order. So, Silva... You recognize this portal as one that had previously brought you towards uh, the, the color and wreath is very similar to the one that brought you towards Lokar's world when it was under invasion. Hmm. And Theus, you recall that as well as um, it bringing you to Sharn. Mm. And... Uh, Greg, you recognize that this magic has some evil about it. Um, mm. It is essentially a kind of like a teleportation circle, but it is uh, a link between worlds. It uh, doesn't necessarily need time or space really in proportion though it, it's just um you can tell that there's a 
kind of evil fuel to it. Um, uh, this is not something that you would normally find in, uh, say, uh, the books of what would be magic. commonly redeemed as good magic. Sure. Okay. Um, I kind of look at the portal and anybody else that's in the thing. I go that this isn't good magic. I, I'm concerned about what this is is going to do. And then, uh, Anora, and you had already gone in. I'm just, yeah. And then, uh, Puck actually looks left and right, looking around, uh, uh, being nervous about this because he's actually looking around for um, Kizaflixel. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, kind of nervous about getting thrown in, but, uh, He's kind of looking at you, Bardis, and did the number just increase? Okay, speak of the but devil. Yeah. <laughs> and just as that happens, uh, Kizaflixel, you there? She says two seconds. <laughs> jump, jump, over, jump over for the keep, mic. The mic got hooked up. Kizaflixel makes an entrance, and. As, as she enters the tavern, a portal opens up next to her as well. She's um, Puck is just like absolutely terrified of being whipped in to this now, and on top of that, Kizaflixel is now blocking the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, Puck will go into the portal on his own terms. <gasps> <laughs> Doesn't sound like it if Kiss Afflicts only exit. I mean it's pretty much either, you know. He was originally gonna or... go towards Theus, but Well Theus was on the... his way. Yeah. He didn't there. even look to see what color eyes there were, but how can that be possible? I just scare you into the portal. You're a scary person. Your first words is how is it possible I scare you? True. Just, just as a check, what color are the eyes? As a DM, I can ask. <laughs> I am not even fully together yet because the cat jumped on the laptop and entered the group before I was ready to, and now she's like ran it's, away. <laughs> it definitely sounds like kiss. Oh, does though. that? Wait, wait. So does that mean the cat's playing? Oh, we're better off tonight, apparently. <laughs> All right, and then. Um, so Puck has entered the portal, Anorn has entered the portal, and uh, we'll say after like two or three minutes, what happens is that the uh, portal closes, and um, well long ago, Anorn's has closed, and at each person's remains open. After a short bit, um, Nirak will appear, and she's like, "What? What's happening?" Um. Oh. <sighs> I didn't make these. Oh. Um. I, I assumed as much. But I do sense the power behind them. The something uh, from the ritual, but not. I can't get anything more than that. 
I began rolling up my random parchments <laughs> down my mug because I know I'm not going to be able to take that with me. Well, I want to. I want to be able to take it with me in my belly. At this point, Theus walks up and goes, "What's going on?" So, looked. I'm just looked down at the portal. <laughs> look at Theus. Look down. Look at Theus. Look down. I can only assume. That oh. This is- this is someone else with maybe one of the items of power from the wizards. Was Puck, already, was Puck already thrown into one of these? <laughs> <laughs> he actually walked in on his own. I look what? at Silva. I look at the portal. I look at Kizaflixel. I look at Silva. I look at the portal. No way. Puck did, did what? Jamie, I need one more. <laughs> you see you see Greg like close all the books and he just kind of touches his hands to his forehead um and you see his mouth kind of like moving like he's muttering something and then he just kind of lets go and goes all right let's get this over with hopefully it's not as bad as that tentacle thing oh my friend my friend it's gonna be worse oh great that fills me with confidence that bad well, go get him, buddy. And while talking to Greg about this, Sayers is leading him towards the portal and then just pushes him so he falls into it. I already. Are you just as upset you couldn't push Puck through a portal so you had to pick on the next kid? <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to pick on the kid. So as, fair. Uh, as Greg falls through the portal, it immediately seals up behind him. Well, now it seals up behind selfish prick. Where's our portals? This? What the hell? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Did this not notice that there was a portal next to him? So, yeah, so there's a portal currently in the castle where Theus was. (laughs) (laughs) There's a portal uh, next to Silva. And then there's a portal next to Bardis. Mm. I don't know. Like they, Theus, Theus will make a lunch for Barnes's portal. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> so as you uh, go to step into this portal, uh, it does not allow you through. But, but, Do I but, watch him like like? Why you essentially you see St- uh, you see Theus's like foot stomp into the portal, and then he's like, it, it's as if it's not active for him. Well, guys, I guess I can't go on this little adventure. Have fun. You you all right there? What's going on? It won't let me in. Um, at this Bart- point, I put my hand. At this point, I put my hand against it and lean against the portal. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hand to the por- or my foot to the portal. Uh, so then, what happens is it pulls you through. Oh, so oh, can I can I grab on Can I grab <laughs> this? Oh my God. Um, are you wearing any rings or anything, Theus? I am wearing two rings. Oh. So uh, we'll say let's do an opposed roll to see if he's still holding those rings. <laughs> I mean, they're on my fingers. I am know, I losing but... fingers? Well, I'm just like I'm grabbing at his hand. These are ma- these are both these are both attuned magical rings. Mm. All right, so. Um, what ends up happening, we'll say then, is that, uh, it will pull both of you in. 
but it is like what kind of clothes do you wear, Thaddeus? Uh, uh, what he's wearing? A yeah. uh, Thaddeus, Thaddeus wears um, probably like middle class robes and tunics. Okay. Well, all right, fine. So no no capes, right? No capes. No capes. No capes. No capes. No, no, no. No capes. I was going to say it's going to close on that very quickly. And you might not have all of it remaining. But no yeah, capes. so you and the, and then what happens is yeah, so Bardis's portal is closed. Um Theus is still open in the castle, but <laughs> Yeah, and then so we're now left with uh, Greg and Silva. Greg went through one. Oh, Greg went through. Oh, yeah, Greg went through. So now we're just left with Silva. And Kizaflixel. And Kizaflixel. All right, Silva turns a page in her sketchbook, draws a circle, (laughs) closes it up. How big is my portal? Would Snowflake fit through it? Um... Yeah, it, Snowflake would fit through it. All right. I thought that was going to help him out. All right, Snowflake, let's go. Feed Snowflake a good berry and kind of lead him into it, too. So we both go in together. Okay, good. Because, all right. <laughs> you have to find Theos's portal. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't um, allow her in, right? Oh, yeah, wouldn't allow her in. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> And uh, then there's Kizaflixel alone with uh, the bartender. Well, I must be confused. I thought I went through a portal already. Did you? Oh. Okay. Well, then you're actually there now, but you are alone. Uh, what you find is that uh, uh, you are now standing on a crag, uh, a rock face of a mountain and shortly after uh greg falls on his back because he was shoved backwards into the portal correct (laughs) he was shoved into a portal yes um then puck comes through and notices you there and is uh and then uh then a Norn comes through all startwort and just determination in his eyes. Then come through Silva and then Bardis. Uh, and, and then finally Snowflake. And then there's like one uh you find that on the ground behind you guys, you're all on this crag face. That there is a line of uh did I forget those? Cocaine? Yeah, you forgot about Theus. Yes, Theus is next. And what you notice is that uh, there is several circles drawn. Uh, They're drawn in blood on the crag face, uh, the the top, and you see some dead orcs at each one. Uh, As you look forward, the night, it's a night sky... And this is a, a kind of mountainous view. Um, there is a forest of fairly tall trees in front of you. And this is effectively a clearing that allows you to see what looks like a somewhat of a valley in front of you. 
and you could see uh, in front of you, not terribly far away, there is a road that goes from left to right. And there is a kind of a bend in the mountains uh, and the mountainous hilly forest. And behind that in the sky, you see what looks to be um, a lot of light and smoke. And I would like uh, a Norn to roll a, uh, would it be intelligence check, a memory check? You're the DM. <laughs> I'm not sure of the checks, Nomo. I mean, you could do uh, hey, insight, you check, insight. insight check. Insight is the one. Is Dom paying attention? Sorry, I might be. I just I sent wrote a message. Uh, baby was crying, so. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so the Anoran Sir? should probably roll an insight check. Ooh. By the way, guys, this is episode sixty-nine. Oh, nice, nice. No. Uh, or actually, be like nuts. We did start with a lot of jokes and uh, chastity belt things, so. Mm. So then, Thais, what you see is that your portal has a lock on it for the way back. <laughs> it's a <laughs> lock. It's something that you can't pick. Oh, what? One way. <laughs> what? What? I can't pick the lock? What? You could try. <laughs> but you'll notice that your picks just go right through this imaginary, this ethereal lock that's covering your portal. Um, uh, I rolled a 16 insight. So this crag actually is quite, quite familiar. As a matter of fact, that road in front of you is very familiar. Um... You, as a child, would come out to this crag and just admire the view. And I didn't know you realize that this, this forest that is against these mountains is what was your home. Uh, Noran kind of, everybody who's watching Noran sees him kind of stiffen. Uh, well, more than usual. It looks like instead of a stick up his ass, he's got about a, a sequoia up his ass. And um, his eyes kind of go from, uh, you know, place to place. And slowly he sheathes his sword. And then just um, you see him kind of uh, take the holy symbol in both of his hands and start uh, quietly praying. Uh after a moment or so, he uh, turns to the party and just says, uh, uh, this is my home. It, it's lovely, maybe. It's kind of bloody. But you're from here? I was from here. Meanwhile, Thay's in the background with a 27 dex check to undo the lock on his portal goes, oh, come on! That should have worked! <laughs> you, actually, you actually heard a click. But it didn't actually unlock. You got one pin. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Only 47 to go. Um, I used to live here. 
the village that uh, was my home in early life was was destroyed many decades back. I am the only survivor. Just like to go on record by saying that Eric is very sad that Lokar's not here. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Orc raid. A passing, a passing human priest of the sun was staying at our village, and he saved my life. No one else made it out of alive, at least as far as I know. It's I haven't been back since. Hmm. Orc raid, you say? So, is this the aftermath of an orc raid? I kind of missed. Uh, I actually kind of missed some of the description because my daughter was crying. So, uh, you said there's orc bodies all over the place, or? There is an orc body for each portal, and you can tell that the their blood had been used to create the inscriptions for the circles. This would be a Naj Arcana thing, right? Or if I'd get yeah. further out of it. Yes, and uh, if uh, Greg Ooh. would roll that, he probably would see now what was fueling that. It's. Oh, it's a 15. I rolled a 5. You can see that this is fueled by uh, blood magic. Blood magic. The worst kind of magic. Um, Okay, yeah, he. I think he kind of leans down to kind of see and just kind of feel the, you know, the runage and everything of the magic and just kind of this, uh... Well... I mean, it seems obvious, but the, the, whoever did this used the blood to cast these spells. That's not a, a, a very nice kind of magic. No, it's very no bueno. Would I know if this if this blood spell in particular is what summoned us here? Um, yeah. Uh, you could see that actually... Um, uh, actually... Um, yeah, like, you would know that. Do yes. like an investigation? I mean, I have a passive investigation at 25. Yes. Um, roll the investigation, though, okay. on top of that. Well, while Greg's doing that... Um, 28 investigation. Uh, Anorin uh, makes the symbol of his holy order and uh, offers a prayer to each of the bodies. And what you notice is the greg for with your 28 is that the inscriptions written around the the circles is slightly different for each person so each one of these was to specifically summon us here yes okay like it's got our signature on it in the spell mm -hmm. or what have you okay so yeah i'll turn to the group and i see that guys um uh this isn't just ordinary teleportation or portal magic. This is magic that has our names written into it to pull us here specifically. By who? That I don't know. Could you perhaps sense the traces of magic and maybe guide us to the person that cast this? Uh, I, can I look for that? Like, can I figure that out? You could, you could try. 
Um, that would be uh, Arcana. And then, uh, Theus, I'd also like you to roll the Perception. So you want me to do another Arcana? Natural uh, 20. Is there a spell that you can use to, to key it, like a detect? Or? I've... No, oh, um... Did I take... And then there's uh, a perception. 28, natural 20. So do you still have that, um, the box, the silver chest? Yes. You feel that it mm. is pulling you. Uh, not It's not strong enough to pull you. It's just a, almost like a, a magnet kind of feel. All right. So I check and my pants. <laughs> oh. And then I remember it's not in my pants, it's in my haversack. <laughs> so, wow. And I pulled okay. the box out of my haversack. That makes it a little bit more impressive. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I forgot I was there. <laughs> but uh, you'll notice that uh, when it's in your hand and it's no longer in an extra dimensional space, <laughs> it, the, it's like a very strong magnet. Uh, and uh, it uh, is uh. pulling towards the direction of this night sky that is of smoke and light. I bet and that light also, is fire! Yeah, and that would be an in-check for anyone that is used to nature that you know, normally the night sky is just purely lit up by the stars and whatnot, but this is it's got a very large light source in that direction. You want a nature check? Yeah, we're a nature, uh, nature check. Yeah, uh, just just to know, you know, there's uh, fires in that direction. Perception, <laughs> perception would work. Uh, well, I'm not sure how well. I guess yeah, you could do perception as well, although it was in the description of the scene. So oh, uh, or maybe survival. I'm trying to hint at the direction we you don't go. normally get a light source in the middle of the forest. Theus allows the box to start pulling him towards mainly because he doesn't have a lot of strength. Okay, make sure it doesn't pull you off the crag. <laughs> <laughs> um, survival check uh, to climb down. <laughs> uh, um, well then, I will struggle to. I will. I will. I will uh, strong arm it back into my haversack. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I do have identify or detect magic that I can cast as a ritual. So, um, you could identify would not. That's a. I know it's usually for an object, but apparently you can also cast it on a person. So I don't know if like a person because detect magic typically is just you can see that something is magical and get it school of magic. Mm -hmm. But I mean, identify is more to find out. Like, yeah, I guess it is. Hmm. If if you use either, no, I don't think so. Not for uh, essentially the scrying idea that you're looking for. Oh, you're looking to do a scry. Is that I, that's at least what I thought you were doing. I didn't pair that. I can't cast that as a ritual, right? But uh, and one other bit, Anorin, is that uh, not quite at the source of light, but you know that this road goes past um, your village and it is uh, pretty much on 
just at the bend. Okay. Um, is it, and the road goes towards the village, and is, does it go towards the source of the light, the unnatural light? Yes. Okay. Mm. I got a 19 to identify the light, or try uh, to... Yeah, the, the light looks to be coming from a very large uh, flickering source. Um, to you, you only see this when you see essentially large fires. Like uh, massive wildfires or whatnot. All right. Um, Anorin um, grasps, grasps his holy symbol and he just starts walking towards, you know, down the path and towards the strange light. Yeah. And so there... Uh, there is a well, mm, well-beaten path that you know of that leads you safely down the crag towards the road. And perhaps uh, you, Thais, might notice that you're you're you know where you're going. Yeah. And then. Yes. Your uh, Thais, your the pulling from that silver box because it's in the extra elemental space is heavily dulled, but it's slightly there. You could actually feel it in the the space. All right, that's fine by me as long as it's not threatening to pull my arm off. No. Or lead me down a cliff face where I'll die. <laughs> that's also bad. Yes. Um. Bardis, Kizaflixel, what are you up to? I I'm trying to figure out what is going on. Are people moving, leaving, walking towards something? Dave is playing with his pants. <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't know why that should be shocking. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, are, are people walking? Like what? What is like? They could. They described. Uh, Anorin is going down the mountain, uh, down a safe path towards the road, and Theus, if you're paying attention, had the silver box out and was walking towards. Not really paying attention. That he was really close to the edge of falling off, but is now got that back in his bag and is walking, following Anorin. I want to follow Norin because I'm just assuming since he's already been here, he knows where he's going. Uh, uh, Norin, where are we? Where are we going? What's going on? It looks like the source of the fire is where my village was. I know. A, I know a safe path to make it further into the forest. If you would follow me. Hmm. All right, makes sense. I shall follow Norin. Yeah, I'm yep. down to yeah until we can figure out more about this. All right. So, um, are you going down to the road itself, or sticking to the tree line, or what are what would your ideal path be, Norin? Um, 
and Norn's not really trying to obfuscate his movements or anything, so he would stick to the path and just try to, you know, make the straightest line, essentially. Okay. So, I'm assuming everyone is following Norn. So, as uh, you guys make your way down the road, you'll find that on your right is uh, the village... Uh, just as you go around the bend, and you see essentially charred remains of buildings there. Um, the town center right there uh, is just completely rubble. Um, Anorin, you see uh, your house, which is it's lost its roof and it's uh, half uh half burned one part of it is still there but basically most of the village is completely burned to the ground um anorin pauses you know briefly in front of his house you know uh, he doesn't really say or do anything he barely he barely even emotes he's just kind of like staring he's just kind of staring at it in- intensely uh before like is like everything on fire or is it just more like uh is it still just kind of like a or is it more like a smoldering ruin well um roll an insight yes sir uh 19 insight so you can tell that this has been out for quite a while, actually. Um, if you actually look at the ground, say, in front of your house, you'll see that there are axes and swords that are heavily rusted, strewn across the ground. Mm. That might be investigation, but sorry. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Okay. So, and the light is not actually coming from this source. It's just further down the road, deeper into the forest. All right. Uh, after an, you know, brief but very intense, like, staring at the shattered remains of his old life, uh, Anorin just keeps uh, heading down the path and towards the light. All right. So, um, as you guys are going down the road, you see, uh, roll a perception, um, anyone. I will. I have a passive perception. <laughs> 20. Oh my gosh. 18. Oh, it's, it's, 27. A, it's wonderful that I, I have a very character focused session because I can't roll anything above a 10. Oh. 26. 13 perception. 22. So those that rolled above uh, we'll say 9 I was going to say 20 but yeah 20. Uh, You can see off in the far distance uh, some figures they aren't walking towards you they're walking toward the light. But they're on the road and uh quick check of the ground for anyone if they wish uh you'll see that there are um drag marks and 
uh, marks of wheels and whatnot on the road. So this road is still actively used. Uh, do you guys wish to do anything aside from, I guess, continue towards the light, or? Silva so will keep an eye on the surrounding. Are we surrounded by, is this the valley? Yeah, or... this is a valley right now. Uh, essentially, you have trees now to your left and right. <clears throat> you see the light source is fairly close now. And the village is behind you. If you... It's actually because of the, the trees, you're unable to really see the crag at which you came from. Uh, Norn, do you know what that light is? Uh, Norn, do I know what, what is? The light? Uh, I think it's... Are we going towards it? It's some. It's something burning... Somebody brought us here for a purpose, and I do believe the light source is part of that purpose. So the sooner we get over there, the sooner we can find out why we're here. And he just kind of turns around brusquely and just keeps going. Hmm. Okay. Figures, and Norrin would head towards the light. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, if you guys continue traveling... Uh, the figures turn right into the forest. Uh, but it seems like there's a bit more of a clearing now. Um, and uh, Greg, quick perception. I think you are you have godly passive perception. My passive perception is 22. Do you want me to roll for it? or you? No, we'll have you see this. Um, you'll notice that... Uh, behind you, uh, quite a few hundred feet back, maybe, I don't know, however far you could see, um, you'll see another group of figures moving, um, coming essentially towards down the road. So they're following. Okay. So I'll signal to the group and, uh, um, we're being followed. How many Are does we? it look like? Did did I know how many? Uh, you could roughly see it looks like uh about four. I say we turn around and just confront them. Uh, I stop. I stop. Loudly say we're being followed. <laughs> and turn around. Uh, Anorin quickly turns around and unsheathes his sword. Theus will ready his bow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, yeah. come out with your hands up. Do do we not want to see what they want? Mm, we don't do diplomacy checks. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had a guy do diplomacy once. <laughs> we had somebody do diplomacy one time. At at this point, assume everyone's an enemy until proven otherwise. Come out and explain yourselves before we fill you with holes. Yeah, let me just see how well they see. Seems <laughs> legit. <laughs> Where was my tabs? I have tabs. I mean, to be fair, we did just tingle with tentacles, not.
Do we want to? We might not be. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what? No, because I have a, I have a range of six hundred on a magic longbow. Okay, no, I'll fire the shot. (laughs) We're shooting at something that's hundreds of feet away still. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Damn, Greg. Basically, perception. Uh, Seriously. (laughs) Uh, that's a that's a twenty four. So, uh, the figures see. Let's see. Do they see it? Are they that bad? Do they, they see the arrow bad? land at they their feet? Is there anything special about this? Does it glow? Does it make loud noise? Or <laughs> it just breaks the sound barrier. <laughs> they just they got a, 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 a one DM to another DM. They got a four on their perception. Are they going to see this arrow? <laughs> uh, the it's an it's a arrow enchanted by a magical bow that it was shot from. If they rolled a four, probably not. <laughs> I mean, just because it's. Shot from a magical bow. I don't think it inherently glows. No, yeah, they so don't, they don't so probably see this not. Arrow. <laughs> I turn back to the others and like, oh, that didn't work. Do we want to wait for them to catch up and try again? How how badly do we want to eliminate these things? I don't. We we don't want to eliminate them right away. We want to figure out what they are first. Oh, what is they? They're really. F- I I'm just pointing. Like I don't even see what are they. I can blow up a very small area around them if we prefer that. Uh, let, let's let them get close enough that maybe they'll actually notice us this time before we do that. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Not well. <laughs> anyway, so they're still trudging along the path. Um, if you want, you could roll another perception. Um, we'll All say right. that they're like, I don't know, it's 300 feet hard to see or 200 feet hard to see. I got a... 27 per no sorry 24 for perception 26 again so mm, you can see that they're just dragging uh from this distance you can see that they're kind of hunched over and they are just dragging a cart do they look human or do they look something else they're they're humanoid humanoid How, how close are they um we'll say like 300 feet Okay, I before like they get. I want to know when they get to 120 feet. All right, so yardstick out. <laughs> yeah, yardstick <laughs> out. There, we'll say that for the sake of brevity, they're there. Um, if you percept again, I'm just gonna keep your rolls from last time. Okay. <laughs> the reason they're not seeing you is because they're just hunched over, looking at the ground, and they're just pulling on chains on this uh, cart and they're just just acting like workhorses. All right, What's in the as, cart? As soon as they get... Oh, I guess we can... What's in the cart? <laughs> What's in uh, the cart? Um, you could see that it looks like um, looks like rocks to you. And... Uh, that's about all you could see, but you can actually start to see some of their, their shapes. You're Mm. noticing that they have, um, some pointed ears. Uh, but you can't really make out much more beyond that. If we see pointed ears, what color are the ears? Um, they are green. Stereotypical green. 
Stereotypical uh, green. Stereotypical like, green. Like, orcs? Something no, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, work, work. Goblins do exist in Sharn, the Verdant goblins. I'm going to be like, that green is somewhat familiar. Uh, are they, how big are these, how big are these hunched over figures? Um, they're probably comparable to, um, God, I'm trying to get a good scale because like, I can't compare to Bardis. He's just too damn scale. big. <laughs> they're, they're kind of. Well, we have anywhere from a gnome to a human to a Goliath. Uh, human. Uh, and they just, I don't know, kind of like the, the lazy guard captain in build. They have scales? No, in build, like, uh, the, they're, they're fairly strong looking, but they are not like, like wrestler kind of built. But they're not orcs. Well, actually, uh, with your eyes, you can start seeing that, yes, they actually have some tusks, and they are what look like the bodies that you saw on the crag. Okay. Well, not them, but if you're being stereotyped, they all look alike. Um, th those, are, those look like the things we saw up on the crag. I, I assume they're orcs. <laughs> You're being stereotypical. Uh, I I say we <laughs> ask them to stop and explain what's going on. Okay. Uh, so once they, within, once, once they get within 120 feet, I'm going to send a message to one of them and say basically, halt. Explain to me who you are. You can exp you can reply to this message. Huh? That's it. That's the, that's the reply. And then all of a sudden, they're talking and they're looking to each other and. The one in the front punches the one in the right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I will fire an arrow to stick into the side of the cart in front of them. I just want to make a great Thundercats reference now with the brute men. That's what the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what the hell. Uh, natural 20 to hit the cart with an arrow. What's um, that going to do? Now the cart self-destructs. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's actually, nothing special I, I actually, actually, there's, I probably could with the amount of damage this bow puts out. What can, what? You sneak attack it? Did you... What kind of cart? Like, where in the cart did you hit? I was going to hit the side of the cart between the orc people so that they would notice it sink into okay. the wood. That's safer. Yeah. All right. Um, that would be, uh, Please basically the two in the front are fighting each other now with fisticuffs and the two in the back aren't really paying attention. They're just like, they're, they're paying attention to the two fighting, not the arrow that just hit the cart. Right. They're that All damn right. blind. All <laughs> right. Well, screw this. Oi, uglies. They use shouts out. All right, I'm gonna have it that they actually hear that. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just the complete inept. <laughs> um, they the two in the front are still fighting, but the two in the back actually look up and see you, and then they quickly run to the cart. And you see as they 
are picking up what look to be uh, spears and hand axes. Yeah, they're arming themselves. Hmm. And one of the orcs comes up, punches the other orc, and just hands him an axe, and then points at you guys. Can we talk about this? Oh, good. I thought this was going to be boring. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out. Can we talk about this? And if they start to charge, then I'm gonna shoot them. <laughs> they are charging. Do you want us to roll initiative? Go ahead. Like what? Never seen a poor little. That sounded so defeated. Yeah, I know. No, like, I... we'll see. Uh, Greg got a 22 to his initiative. Mm. I'm going to roll them together. Bobbles is if 20. Have, what is initi- initiative? Is for Usually you just roll one. I know, I'm rolling for I got home. 21. I can't remember if it's oh. I also got 21. Dex. Dex? Unless you have the feat that allows you to roll your int for initiative, like I do. All right, they're last. I, you guys, I have bad rolls tonight. Hopefully it's bad rolls. Yay! I like when the DM has bad rolls. No, not the DM with bad rolls. Oh, anyway. no. Um, sure, go ahead. Uh, what was the order? Um, <laughs> I'm 22. Yeah. 21. 21. 20. 19. <laughs> 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 yeah, this That's is like dark, dark precision, like champion <laughs> precision level. Wonderful. Anorin? Uh, I don't have an actual bonus to initiative, but I did roll my first natural twenty of the night, so twenty. Oh. <laughs> right. so the entire the entire party is like a well-oiled machine. Right. 21, 21, 20, 19, 20, and they got a three. Nice. <laughs> wow. And this is just going to take one round, right? Yeah. After all that. <laughs> <laughs> one round. Hold on. I get to go we first, right? Yeah. Should we see how disintegrate works on these things? Go ahead. Uh, I won't. Yeah. I won't. Target one. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 only one. You want to impress us? Kill everything at once. I looking to see if I can do that. We, we said we uh, we don't need to eliminate them all. Oh, well, I mean they're attacking us now. How many of them are there? There are four, four of them. Four of them. Okay, I'll do. Uh, I'm gonna cast scorching ray at third level. I like to think that we're all still just standing there, ha- politely conversing with each other as these orcs are charging at us. And we're all so taking our. They were 120 feet away. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm good at 120 feet. No problem. Uh, does a 24 hit? Yes. Good. That's 10 damage to one of them. All right. He falls. Good. Uh, <laughs> uh, does a 20 hit? Yes. That is two damage. <laughs> he does not fall. <laughs> uh, let's hit another one. Uh, that's a 21 for nine damage. He falls. And on oh, that one. Uh, falls. But it's still a 13. But you nat one. Yeah. I know, nat one. You singed your robes. No. Singed my robes. It's a nat one. All right, roll. Is scorching gray? Yeah. Roll. Yeah, roll a uh, d twenty and let me know. 
<laughs> 17. Okay, good. So Can that I just misses that? then. That just misses then. Um, so at least two of them I took out, and one of them's done two damage. Okay. What's next number? Next number would be uh, you or Kizaflixel. Whoever is... I, I... Feeling spicy? Yeah. If you guys want, you can go together. Oh, kinky. There's two. Well, there's yeah. There's two. Let's left. shoot arrows at the same time. Oh, oh yeah! Wait, are you nice interlock your arms together and do it. Like, <laughs> that does shoot no. together. No, that's that's silly. Is it, it makes Kyle? Total sense. Wait, is it Kyle? <laughs> no, it's just Isabel. Mm. Oh, it's just Isabel. I like how everyone's disappointed in that. Mm, it's okay to me. Well, because Kyle and Thais have kind of a, a, a thing? answer thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. Either either way, I hit. I got a 32. I got yeah. a 28. All right, so you both hit. Uh, minimum <laughs> minimum minimum damage. Minimum damage I can do. <laughs> Nothing's flanking it. The cart is not friendly just because you threw it with an arrow. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I did uh I did eleven damage. He I did falls, nine. And he falls. So all of them are now down. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Bardis, it is now your turn. Right? <laughs> or no, no, no. It's a Norn and Bardis and Go hit the cart. Everyone else has <laughs> the cart. Who gets that to cart... go together now? <laughs> that that cart looked at us funny. Go kick it to us. <laughs> um So we just wanted to outright kill them all. I, I was oh, just following you. the lead. You guys said that you don't roll diplomacy around here. So <laughs> you follow I... the lead by tip going first? <laughs> So, <laughs> should we uh, check out the cart? I uh, yeah. So keep moving. Like we stopped and waited fifteen minutes for all this. Um, well, I guess we'll go win. check and I guess we'll go check and see if any of them are still alive enough to get some answers out of maybe. Um, maybe or go Is see Puck, what's in the cart. Is Puck there? Hmm? Uh, Silva has already gone towards the cart. Alright, that one. When? Silva's gone to the cart. I said, <laughs> I said, should we check out the cart? Oh, okay. No, it's fine. He's rolling uh, dice, so something happened. Uh, I know. Well, no, I'm just... Like, if you wanted to talk to any of them before they die, I'm doing death saves. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, why I, that's why I That's why I. That's why I said Puck was around. I'm like, Puck, use your healer's kit. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you um, use it on a goddamn orc, but not Katham. <laughs> that's three. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, it's, been six, it's been 67 episodes since that happened. This is yeah. Where, this is what you don't bring <laughs> characters with. I forgot Puck. Yeah. Almost Puck's an ish. Yeah, this is anyway. why the DM usually doesn't bring their character with. Yeah, it's a anyway. lot to think of. So, uh, are any of them moving? I guess like, no. If you're they're on the ground. Um, if they're rolling death saves. Are they? They're, they're not making any sort of like I'm still alive kind of motions or groans or anything. Unconscious. They're coming so, right for us. Okay. <laughs> Well, if any of them, uh, if any of them are, uh, you know, kind of in the death saves, I'm going to cast uh, the cantrip "Spare the Dying" on the one okay. I can. Okay. <laughs> do you do it with fire? How far is that? Yeah, is it "Spare the Fire"? "Spare the Dying" with fire? Spare the fire. 
know, it's a touch spell, so I have to walk up to them and you know do medicine check to see if uh, they're being. I can save them. I can cast bonfire. Will that help? Well, it will if you're chaotic evil. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. You get up to one and. Um, just a general general check. I rolled a thirty for my medicine check to see if uh, which ones I can save. You can save the one that was last shot by Kizaflixel. Oh, I'm chaotic good. Uh, the uh, the scorching rays just went right through. Okay, so uh, I spare I cast I cast the cantrip spare the dying on that one. He basically he retains, um, basically becomes stable. He no longer has to make the death saves. Okay, so still unconscious, though? Uh, that doesn't say if they regain consciousness or not. Uh, no, I think Spare the Dying is just to stop death saves. It does not bring them back to life. You'd still have to heal them. If I do a medicine check, I try to get them back to one hit point? Um, sure. 29. I think that's well more than enough. So you have stabilized and given a hit point back to this one orc uh, that had it's no name. I have to not come up with a whole backstory for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was but a young orc one day when I left my village to work in the mines. Uh, Anorin's then Anorin, after Anorin's done with his healing work, he stands up, he you know, draws a sword and then points it at the orc's you know face and asks him quite simply, What is your purpose here? Uh, he's quite not quite strong enough yet to really get up. <laughs> well, I left I left him on the ground and I'm pointing my sword at his face. Um let's see. Uh, he's gonna actually start looking at the ground and looking for his axe. And let's see, does he get it? Alright, so does a 19 hit? Because he goes to throw it at you. Oh. Um. Since he's on, since he's on the ground and such, can I like see if I can just maybe stop him from doing that and you know, get an get a chance to like you know? You can. All right. Uh, I think I was gonna. I'm try, gonna try to like kick the uh, kick the axe away if I can, like by the shaft, so he can't he can't reach it from where he's lying on the ground. Jiggity. <laughs> and he's like. <sighs> and he's uh, he's actually gonna start uh dragging himself back to the cart. If he can. And if he can... Uh, so he's he's trying to get away from you and go towards the cart now. Uh, Bardus, could you maybe like pin him, please? <laughs> Cuddle. Cuddle him. Well, as he's trying to crawl away... Norin, crawling! Uh, as he's trying to crawl away, Norin will like, you know, get the sword closer and like actually put it up against his skin and kind of prick in a bit more. And just once again, he asks the question, what is your purpose here? Um, he's going to disengage and, and just run if he can. He's going to start falling and whatnot. I fire an arrow. Towards the oh, cart. Sorry. Anybody's going to let that happen. I'll say if he, if he gets up and starts running, then I will charge at him. But 
he's prone if he's crawling and hurts. So he doesn't just like unless he like trained in the circus or something. He's not. Mm-hmm. Well, he used disengage, so I'm guessing Tony is deciding he's disengaging using half of his movement to get up and then run the other half of his disengage. Yeah. Well, so, he can't. Because I don't I know. I'm just, he's just trying to get away. No problem. He's just trying to get away, and he's not well, in a talking mood. Well, I rolled a 30 to hit him. At disadvantage, I rolled higher. Then that hits him. And so he... the minimum you could do is more than one, right? Minimum I could do is more than one, yes. All right. So uh, he is back into death saves. Well, Did actually. Do you want to spare the dying again? Well, actually, uh, if it goes over his total HP into the negatives, it automatically kills him, I think. Oh, sure. So can he do more than 10 damage then? Yes, I did 11 damage. He is dead, dead. Dead, dead. Dead, dead. So, Faeus, what the hell? What do you mean, what the hell? He did. He obviously didn't want to talk. He was going to run. We couldn't let him get away. Um, Anorin stares at the, you know, crawling away. Yeah, Anorin stares at the body, you know, quietly, and then he goes over to the cart to inspect it, see what's in there. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, who would have these abilities of? Uh, I can investigate. You can investigate. You might be good. He is a good investigator. Investigator. And then. I'm not sure who else, but go ahead. I basically rolled this character um, to be able to arcana check, history check, investigation, and constantly perceive. Right, so, so, so <laughs> check it out. Um, Silva, roll a knowledge nature and percept, whichever one's better, I guess. And Greg, you can do uh, investigate. Well, I didn't get higher than my passive, so I guess 25. Is that how it goes? Yeah, technically, if you have a passive um, that, like, I have a passive investigation, I can roll for it, and if I get higher, then great. If not, then it just takes uh, my 25. Mm. Well, and uh, Silva? Um, she got a three. Okay, so you don't know. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. This is a cart with rocks. <laughs> the rocks um, You'll notice uh, as you go um, that you get to the cart, you notice that there is um, essentially uh, rocks and they smell sulfurous and there's actually some powder uh, uh, blackened on the cart. Okay. And... This, you could tell that, uh, I'm not sure if you know the the properties, and nor do I, out of game, know the properties of black powder. Well, it's, isn't it magnesium and nitrous? Mm. And sulfur. I only know that from seven days to die, so. <laughs> yeah, big magnesium, nitrous, and other black powder. Sure, bits. but it's basically just a bunch of stuff that's explosive. Yeah. Which is why I was wondering where your Scorching Ray went. Ah. <laughs> Man, I could have cast a 
It would have made a very impressive by, entrance. By just hitting the, uh, the cart. Um, so yeah, I guess I kind of see that it seems explosive and just kind of back up and go, that, 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 that cart can blow if I'm not careful. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm not sure, like, if anyone near Filbert, because I don't think you've had enough experience near Filbert, but the others might recognize bits of this compound from what had blown up the, the, actually, I'm not sure, blown up the tower from New Hope. I mean, there was explosive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of partially assume that Greg, if he had a couple weeks, would have explored and talked to everybody in the town, but mm-hmm. I'll discuss with that. Anyway, so there's a cart and it has black powder and you have dead orcs near you. And it's just loose in the back of it. There's not like barrels or pods no. or anything. No, they're uh, they're not really careful. A- anybody have a way to pack up this stuff? What are the orcs wearing? Um, Why is everybody orcs what he's wearing tonight? <laughs> these orcs these orcs are wearing tatters. Um. It looks like they used to be leather armor, but the it's just shreds. Not pretty much not even functional armor anymore. Hmm. Well, are we moving on? Should we bring the cart? <clears throat> bring the cart where? I don't know. You could Bardis could probably bench press it. <laughs> I mean, we have no use for the contents really. All right. Yeah, what will we do with this? Guys, to get into wherever they were going? I suppose we could try and dispose of it. I I can make myself look like an orc. Oh, Puck can do that too. I just remember Puck is there. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were going towards the fire. Mm, so we are. And we stopped and spent 15 minutes to kill four orcs and look at a cart. That's yeah. better than a half hour talking about boats. <laughs> <laughs> we were stuck mm. on an elevator. <laughs> so, so, should we move on? Yeah. I guess. Um, uh, Greg. So has a way to take some of the stuff. Okay, sure. What? Yeah. Nothing. Here, uh, I have some empty potion bottles. That's about it. Okay. I say we pack up at least two potion bottles with some gunpowder. Just... Okay. Here you go. I hand over two empty bo- potion bottles to Greg. Then I am going to put on my equipment that I have two potion bottles full of gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, do you know what gunpowder is? I assume I know it's explosive. You didn't see it explode? Yeah, but you could, if you can smell it and... I have a high investigate. I don't know. You can I tell me if you don't think that's true or not. Is that part but... of wizard school? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had two weeks in flux. I assume he would have talked to Filbert at some point. And they immediately start talking about black powder. Yeah, like, hey, what's going on? My name's Philbert. Hey, have you heard of gunpowder? 
You could explain right, why Fredbear smells the way he does. Hold on. Goddamn. No. Move on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Norn's going to, like, you know, once again, make his way down the path. He's not really, like, waiting for anybody. He's just going to make his way down the path. Okay. So, uh, are you guys going with or sticking around the wagon? Yeah, I'm going down the path. Following Norn. Gunpowderless. Hey, wait for us. All right. Um, so as you get down the path and you can see where the previous party that you guys were originally following went, you could see it opens up into a, essentially not a clearing, uh, not a natural one, but you could see that the ground in this area has been clear cut and scorched. And we'll say, um, Greg, since you have eagle eyes, your perception can see essentially a um, an encampment a decent distance away. We'll say, I don't know, a few thousand feet away into the line. I do have eagle eyes, according to you. I don't know. Jesus. I don't know, a thousand feet. Uh, there is a... Uh, I only have a perception well, uh, of 22. It's not like I can see further away with that. Yeah, well, no, it's... it's. I'm making it up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, DM discretion, that's fine. I don't know. Um, but basically, there is, down the way, there is a... Um, you see, and everyone else can see a decent amount of uh, what look to be like tents. And there's a very large tent in the distance. And there's essentially a huge, huge circle of flame, uh, which is causing the light in the sky. And there's a bunch of little tiny fires around it. Um, you can see the, the figures that were carrying the cart ahead making their way in through a gate. Uh, which has been made out of the local trees uh, strapped together as a wall. Okay. I describe it to the group. They could see they could see the buildings and the fire and uh, the building the, the 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 tents and whatnot, but they can't really see the details of essentially the the gates and the. Uh, the various figures walking around the camps and whatnot. So it's just, it's more orcs or more orcs, you can assume. Orcs, orcs, orcs. It's always the orcs. Yeah. So this is yeah. just like in a camp, like it was like a tree, like doored camp in the middle of a clearing. Yeah. Now, uh, this wall does it, does it from where we can see? Does it look like it's it, like it's a circle, or does it just like how big? How big do, it does it look? Um, the circle, the the circle of flame that you see, it's a, we'll say I don't know, maybe fifty yards worth of diameter at least. Okay. And basically, there is just. It's just created out of fallen trees and whatnot. Um, 
and it's a fairly large encampment, actually. Is there anybody going in or out of it? Yeah, the orcs that, uh, which were, uh, you can assume they're orcs now, but the orcs that were carrying that cart ahead of you guys, uh, they're going through the gate. And that's what you can see, because eagle eyes. <laughs> and then once past the gate, you have all the little tents and whatnot. So, we'll say that there's, like, I don't know, uh... 30 to 50 tents, small little huts, and then there's that one large tent in the center. Uh, uh, and it's uh, uh, against the, uh, against uh, another crag face of a mountain. Do you, do you guys want to know what's going on in there? Sure, if you tell us. Well, I can find out for us. Anoran turns to him and just says, just kind of like nods his head. Okay. I pull, I go into my sack and I pull out a little bit of bat fur and I start muttering something to myself and kind of an eye appears in my hand and then immediately disappears. And I kind of just close my eyes and focus. Um, and I'm going to, so I'm casting arcane eye, mm-hmm. uh, creating an invisible magical eye within range that hovers in air in the air for the duration. So I have an hour with it. Uh, you mentally receive visual information from the eye, which is normal vision and dark vision out to 30 feet. The eye can look in every direction. And basically I can just move it as far away as I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but the eye can pass through an opening as small as a one inch diameter. So I'm going to take the eye and go into that little area mm-hmm. and see what's going on in there. So which area in particular are you talking about? The gates, the t- small tents, big tent, fire? Um, I mean, I guess I want to get like a general idea of what's going on around there. So kind of just maybe do like a circle around the fire and just kind of get peek into the um, mm-hmm. into the tents and things like that. Is it like all orcs that are in here? Is there humans? Is there anybody that looks like they know magic? So, what you see is as you enter the um, the walls of the uh, encampment, there's basically two or th- about two or three orcs, one to one to three orcs actually per small little tent. Mm-hmm. They are for the most part as ragged as the ones that you had seen. Um. As the others uh, orcs are coming in, you see that there's some larger ones, and they are essentially tugging and pulling the uh, trees into uh, the main bonfire. Um, can your eye go into tents? Yeah, I mean, it can go anywhere I need it to. It can go in spaces as big as a one-inch diameter, or right, as well, small as. We'll say that the orcs aren't like, you know terribly good at making their tents water well I was gonna say watertight or whatnot because you probably can go it can go through a flap I'm assuming sure so uh, inside individual tents it's just some works sleeping um, all have you know crude axes and spears and whatnot 
Um, as you get in towards the main tent, you see that there's actually some uh, not small, not as small as the other tents, but they're a little bit larger. They actually have some minor furnishing, as in like uh, hunted pelts inside them, and then the orcs in them um, look like they're a bit more made for war. And are you going towards the uh, uh, if the big main tent as well? I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. As you go into that big main tent, you'll find that there is it's effectively like a large circus tent, very <laughs> uh, spacious inside, mm-hmm. um, almost like this is a war room. Okay. And uh, you could see a. Uh, one orc that is just standing out amongst the crowd. He essentially is wearing a large pelt on his uh, his body. Uh, looks like it was maybe once a, a wolf or a bear or something similar. Mm-hmm. And it's just draped over his shoulders. Uh, there are two other orcs next to his sides and they are currently arguing over something and inside the the tent there's say i don't know four or five uh of those well looking uh well well war torn but they look like they're happy to go to war uh brutes uh, posted at the walls. Okay. And have I seen any of those, uh, the, the, what they've been hauling in, the black powder stuff anywhere else? Um, well, you actually see some black powder going in towards the, uh, one of the tents on the right. Um, you could see that they, uh, there's a, single orc in there and he's trying to uh put it inside um some steel canisters um they're spherical and whatnot um okay and they are being stacked in a pile to the the right of his arrangement and he's just packing them in there Okay. Um, I know the spell says that I can like see through the eye and whatever, so I assume then that means I can still talk yeah. while I'm doing it. So I guess I, I'll be relaying all this information as I'm as I'm seeing all of it. And I'm assuming you can't hear through the eye. No. It, I think it is just... It may mentally receive visual information. Visual information. Yeah, so it's just vision. I don't hear anything. Okay. Um, uh, did you want to take a closer look at anyone? Um, I probably do want to. Yeah, I probably want to get a closer look. If I'm going to look at anybody in particular, it's going to be that large orc that was in the main tent. All right. So pretty much, you can see uh, on this large orc, he's very, very ornately dre- uh, uh, dressed. Um, very. He's got decoration skulls, and uh, what seems odd is that he actually has what looks to be a. Um, do you have the role? Per- do you have your godly perception through this eye too? 
I mean, it's my perception in general. So, I mean, it's it's just a... I mean, it's not ungodly. I just have a 22 passive perception. It's Yeah, but, like, it's it's hard to beat that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it's, 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 all right. It well, is still passive versus active, though. I mean... I know, but he's saying, like, he could just take the passive if he, he fails. Like... So if he tries to look harder, he and fails. He just looks like he's not even trying. I mean, that's generally the rule I've seen with how passives work. But yeah, so all those times where I rolled a net one on my perception, and I, I could have just taken my passive. That I'll take that into account. Now. I think most people only have a passive of like ten or twelve. But anyway. Uh, the one thing, though, is that you see is uh, on his uh, uh, his neck, you see what looks to be like a uh, ornate chain, and uh, uh, there looks to be a skull on the chain. It's golden, and inside the skull's mouth is a uh, red gem. Okay. So I relay all this to the group. Skull with a red gem. Uh oh, your peaked face is interesting. <laughs> and it's behind a lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, how big, like in feet, is this camp? Is it like well, you said it's like a circus tent that's set up in like a war room, so. Yeah, it's fairly Probably large. A couple hundred feet. Yeah. Uh, minimum. Um, okay. So, okay. I So I know where they were bringing in the, the powder. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can be done if anybody else wants to do anything in the time I was whatever. So hopefully he relayed all the information fairly well to you guys. Yeah. Um, sure. What is it? So um, what would you guys like to do? Well, I think we all know what Thais would like to do. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure if they actually had good locks. So. Is that all that interests him? Locks nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those tent flaps are hard to open sometimes. Yeah. Oh, but Theos, you do notice that the the um, pull that you feel from your bag is a little bit stronger. Is it pointing towards the encampment? Yeah. Well, I mean... The magic box wants us to go that way, and I assume Norn wants to go check this out. <laughs> so no reason not to go in and do grab a gem to... on the way. Well, do we want to try to um, even our odds a little bit or create a distraction or things like that? I can, if we get within about 150 feet, I can make a big boom over by that... Uh, that tent they've been taking all that uh, that powder and stuff to. Yeah. If only you guys had a wheelbarrow. I I tried. <laughs> I don't need a wheelbarrow if they're bringing wheelbarrows of the stuff in already. Mm. 
Speaking of that, are we just like standing in front of the gate, or you how long? Well, you're not in front of the gate, no, but you're far enough away. Out of the way. You're, you're pretty much at the tree line. Okay. Um, how do we get closer? You could get closer. closer. I could just do my eye. Yeah. And how? What's the timing between? Well, although if there's an abandoned cart back there. What would be the timing between cart hauler groups? Well, you look back and you see some very confused orcs <laughs> investigating another cart. <laughs> so we just the bodies too, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we just killed them, looked at the cart, and left. So right. we're at the tree line, and how far is like the front? door or the front gate from us then the we would have went to the point where we all could see better let me see i could do this better with maybe instead of feet blocks like think like uh two two city blocks oh we're a ways away oh you uh -huh. can still see buildings and whatnot at that distance it's just that uh, uh and you can still somewhat see people what yeah. That would be the distance, I'd say. From that hmm. cart? Uh, more, uh, no, the to the cart, it's probably like uh, uh, two and a half city blocks. Okay. So, like, we're still talking like 500-ish feet, right? Maybe, yeah. 500, 600 feet? Five maybe? to 600 feet, right? I mean, yeah. I'm just kind of guesstimating. Yeah, me too. Okay. Hmm. Are there any... Is there anyone at the gate? Any guards at the gates or anything? You just see... Um, you can't really tell. Uh, maybe um, when uh Greg was describing his path of the eye. There is two towers uh, um, with just one guard each tower uh, on the side of the gates. They're just like little uh, boxes on top of uh, adjacent to the gate entrance. They are on the inside, and so they're just like a Something to shelter them from the rain, and they're just st two standing guard. Hmm. And this is just a clearing, so like if we just walk to the gate, it would be like obvious. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you take a peek around, you'll notice that this is still uh, essentially dug into the forest. So you actually have some tree line to your right. That the area in front of you uh, has been cleared uh, fairly wide, but there is a tree line going up towards the um, uh, the face of this mountain that they've essentially banked their camp into. Uh, essentially, you won't be able to go all the way around them because then you'd be climbing the the mountain they built against. Um, Nice. So we can essentially, use trees at least to get to the wall. You, you can essentially use the trees on which you guys are currently hugging to right now 
to make it towards the wall, which they are, uh, the, the tree line wall has been built into uh, against. So essentially they've lined it up with essentially the rock face the best they could. Mm. And then after that, what happens is uh, the mountain goes up fairly uh, steep, uh, far steep, we'll say like 80, 90 degrees. Uh, and we'll say it starts continuing like a, it's almost like a cliff face, actually. Uh, the mountain itself is probably... Uh, we'll say 750, 800 feet tall. And it's, it does have trees going up the side of it, but it's just got this clear rock, like granite-like rock face, uh, slate rock face going down, which goes all the way down to uh, where the tents are. It's kind of like nestled in a nook. The campman is kind of nestled into the nook of the mountain. Helm's Deep style. But the opposite, because this time we're assaulting the orcs. Yeah. But at least they don't have, like, a nice castle. It's just made of made of wood. Well, I mean, in that case, somebody has to charge you with the bomb and see if Legolas can stop you. <laughs> Lego, what would he be called as an orc? Legothar. Can you wait for dawn there, wizard? No, can they wait for dawn? Mm. So. So. How do we get in? I don't know if we have a way to cut the wall. Hmm. I can make some of us fly, but that doesn't necessarily help us. We can start the forest on fire. We, we, we could try to go get that, that cart and bring it back into the forest a little bit and put it up against the wall, I guess. But how, how are we going to get that cart through the tree line? Yeah, that's fair. Through the trees. I don't know, can't you bench press a mountain yet? Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can Barth lift up the wall and let us in? Yeah, I was looking around, but... but I may not be a smart man, but I, I, the square peg round hole kind of theory. It, 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 no. I, well, I, I, I meant, I meant, I meant carrying like, yeah, I meant like carrying the cart or a barrel or whatever, not lifting the side of the wall. I, I can make a big boom, but I can only do it one time. Is that, well, it, do we want to create a big boom? Do you want to draw attention? I'm just, I'm just offering that if, I, if I could, if I can get within 150 feet of that tent that they're storing all the stuff in, I could make it. Uh, I could do some damage. But if we don't care about that, that's fine too. So mm-hmm. what are we, what are we actually doing? I mean, is are we talking about this red gem, Anorin? Is there something else here for you? I don't know. That's fun. This place, I have not been back here for close to several decades, actually. 
This is all new. None of this was here when I left, obviously, but <laughs> I have no idea what the workshop is. Um, roll insight, I guess. Okay. And then, uh, uh, Greg, roll, I don't know, would it be pers persuasion, performance? What? Um, performance. What am I performing? Do performance. Dance battle. <laughs> dance. Dance for me. And Greg, to a jig. I got a natural nineteen on a performance check. So oh, that's 18. pretty good. It's I didn't okay. realize when you said big boom, that's what this would be. No. So what, what on, I was Greg. asking about uh, the reason why I wanted a performance check is just because I know Greg is not terribly charismatic or good at describing <laughs> and so okay. that's why uh how well is he actually detailing these descriptions um well he's intelligent so I know, it's, but, it's a matter if he can detail the the, the things but um and then a norn insight 24 so you don't really recall any of this being here before but you do recall this this shaman that is the one that was leading the orcs oh it is thrall <laughs> right. and uh, the description of the pelt and and whatnot very much remind you of that he's still alive mm. who no sorry that was an owl <laughs> <laughs> Well, it could have been an owl bear pelt. The shaman. Anorin's <laughs> out. Or Steve's out. Uh, Thais is out. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm just listening. No, I meant if there's an owl bear pelt. <laughs> oh, is wait, it wait, is it an owl bear pelt? <laughs> is that creates an illusion of an owl bear in the woods. Oh god. <laughs> no, I don't think he's that mean to Thais. Okay. Um. Uh. I basically Norin goes like that orc. He's led the attack on my village. So long ago. What else do they want with this place? Uh, what do you want to do about it? Hmm. Mm. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing, they can't. It can't be good. Especially with all this powder coming in and the steel drums, and they're preparing for something. Preparing, for, perhaps preparing for something even worse. I think it would be. I think it would be smart to eliminate them now. Well, let's come up with a plan and execute. All right. Like the Greg, ones on the road, Greg. As you as you as you said, you can make a big boom. I can make one big boom. That's about 20 something in diameter. No, 20 feet. Just a sound? No. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I, I can make a big, a big blast. Oh. That is on kind of a delay. I can too. Perhaps we can, perhaps we can draw the majority of the forces out and you know, attack the shaman while they're, uh, while they're distracted. Well, if there's a cart out there, we can uh, 
make that one blow up fairly easily. And maybe that'll get people out of the city. And if you look at what do you mean make the cart blow up? (laughs) The orcs that were investigating the cart are searching the forest right now. Oh, Uh -oh. they've gone into the forest. So there's now two carts there. Um, but how far away are those carts? Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they'd probably bring the cart maybe uh, 50 feet apart right now because uh, yeah but how far away are heads... we from one of the carts it's about 600 feet from before oh jeez okay because you left it there it's a long way away never mind you have a guy that can lift two tons or <laughs> move two tons Next session, I say encumbrance variant. What? Huh? I said next section. Next next session, I say we're going to use the encumbrance variant. Next campaign, new season. Okay. No. Um. Um. I mean, we could we could set set a forest fire. That would clear the orcs out of here. Or it sounds like we could just set most of the place on fire. Well, I can make bonfires as much and anywhere I want. Yeah, a couple of sticks, some tinder, right? No, I can I just open do my bag and start pulling some components out for that campfire. I just point at the ground. And what is this? Uh, verbal and semantics. So I just say something and point and move my hand a little bit, and then like a little bonfire appears in the ground. Ah, I see. And I can do that here, and I do it in a couple different places. <laughs> What's the temperature outside? I mean, the temperature, this... it's uh, fairly, um, we'll say, mm, 70 degrees out. It's just night. And I wanted to do something because that's Silva goes and stands next to him, like because they're little bonfires. Yeah, just... like um, where did you, where did you point? Because did you just set something on fire? If you just did like three of those casually, no, I did them in a clearing area, so there's nothing around. Yeah. So. Mm. Magic flame. Um. Okay. So, are we are we starting the whole set the forest on fire now? Yeah, I was gonna no. say you I see you see the there. gate open and just one or two little guys come out, and they close the gate behind them. You just created a fire in the middle of the night, and they have the guard towers watching your direction. Oh well. Clearing. Okay. <laughs> They're just investigating. That's fair. Yeah, that's more or less what I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's cool. We just now we have three bonfires in the middle of the forest. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm not, like even better. Wait, like, no, I, I, I no, I cast it in the clearing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not better. Pat Greg on the back. Nice one, kid. Hide. <laughs> Stuff right. checks. Well, 
let you guys stealth check if that's what you're doing. And then after that, we're going to end it here. All, All right. right. Six. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. I can't help it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> 26. I had a seven. 17. Um, eight. Jesus. So just go one of those things. Th- 25 for silver. Bartis and Greg are just arguing over the fires. <laughs> oh, wait. They're coming. I hide behind a tree that's like, you know, like the, the, the signpost and the fat guy behind it. And then Greg hides behind me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> so he, no one sees Greg, but everyone sees Bartis. <laughs> and then a Norn behind that. No. All right. <laughs> then uh, I think, uh, what was it? Uh, Kizaflixel and Theus just disappeared into the mist. And there's not even mist there. I mean, we're shooting bows and arrows together. We're disappearing into the mist together. We got this down. It's very romantic. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Well, in the next session, we'll talk a little bit more and see if we could figure out what the hell you guys are doing. Okay. <laughs> That's going to take something because we don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, yeah, I guess we'll enact something. <laughs> we're however, fighting now. However, as said earlier, this is episode 69, and we promised some nices to nice. our nice. listeners. Nice. 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 Oh, that was my chair. <laughs> nice. Tim Kersey Grung here, and I just want to say, nice. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. So, does Kermit the Frog want to give out the socials? We oh, my gosh. Tim Kerr. We have a website. Just use the website. No, no, no. I want to do this all in Tim Kerr's voice. Okay. Tim Kerr, the Grung here, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Infinity's End Gaming. Yay! Look us up on Twitter for Infinity's EG. Yay! We have a Discord. Yay! Patreon. Yay! We have a website now, too. Yay! It's infinitysendgaming.com. <sighs> nice! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do giggity real quick before we sign off. Giggity. giggity. All right. Night, everybody. Yes. Nice.